0: Some explain of Claire Eretz Parshish Yisroy and the Maimur Tivamask of the so the Passock says that in the third month, let's say, since the Exodus, so the first month is Nisan, then Iyar, then Sivan, the third month. So on this day, they came to Midbar Sinai, the desert of Sinai, and then the giving of the Torah was uh, on the sixth of Sivan, a few days later. The question is, why does it say in the third month? It doesn't say what day of the month. Now, in fact, we know the Gemara says this was on Resh Chodesh, on the first of Sivan, but it doesn't say that clearly. We learn it out of a that it that just like here it says, but Yomazel on this day, elsewhere where it uses that phrase, but Yomazel on this day refers to Resh Kodesh. but why doesn't it say clearly? So To understand this, we need to first understand something more general. What was the point of the giving of the Torah altogether? Seemingly, Hashem had already taught, uh, revealed Torah to uh, certain special tzaddikim, and uh, they'd already been uh, learning Torah and keeping Torah for many generations. Like we know about the Avos and others. So the to explain this, let's look at uh, the Aveda and the accomplishment of uh, of the Avas, and especially of Avram, it says that Avram was uh, halif, and I say anegpa. he was going towards the Negev. Now, Negev is the right, um, south is the right, north is the left, it's so going towards the right, which is the the uh, quality, uh, the attribute of avav, love. And uh, he was extent, uh, extended extend further and for, further in his love of Hashem, to the extent that he 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 was totally bottled before Hashem. He was like a chariot before the rider, uh, and this love was revealed within him. And uh, and he, was, he had left his Egypt, like it says there by Yal Abram, a mimic that Abram left Egypt and he was going towards Nekbar, going towards this Ava, meaning that he left the limitations that uh, w- were placed on him from his uh, body and his animal soul and uh, got, beyond, uh, got liberated from those limitations and was able to develop a real Ava of Hashem. Now, through thinking about how uh, we are energized every moment by Hashem and our whole being is Hashem. So, uh, in other words, uh, a meditation, a reflection on Mamalikam, how Hashem fills the, all the worlds and enlivens each creation and each of us according to what we can take, our level, according to what we could take in. So, that should bring us to an Ava love of Hashem. The issue is that it doesn't uh, nest normally because of the uh, the body and the Nafshivaham is covering over. Uh, and, uh, and blocking us from uh, uh, becoming excited. And in order to break free of that, so we need to uh, reflect on Sovacom, how is uh, beyond uh, worlds, and uh, and uh, we have no we we have no way to understand Hashem Himself, lest because Hashem creates worlds only through His Malchus and His Dibur speech, like it's we, like we say in Davening Baruch and blessed is the one who said, blessed is Hashem who said, He said the uh, the ten mamaras, let there be light, let there be the sky, etc., and then the world was. So, creation is only from Hashem's speech. Uh, and what that means is that it's only like a, a sort of a little ray from Hashem, but not Hashem, Hashem himself. Hashem remains unaffected. And all of creation is called, we say in the uh, praise of your handiwork. So, it's only Hashem's handiwork, uh, but Hashem himself is above. And And uh, even the uh, source of our the even the source of Nishamas, the souls and malach and the angels, that is only from Hashem's name, which name again represents uh, a a energy which is uh, not essence, uh, you only need a name when there's someone else there. So, uh, so we think about how the the world is just Hashem's handiwork, and even the and angels are uh, just—they just uh, receive their their life force from Hashem's name. Which, yes, that name is higher than a handiwork, because in handiwork you don't have the essence involved, Uh, like just like when a person builds something, so he has to be somewhat—he has to be focused, but that what he does doesn't necessarily reflect his essence. Whereas his name, it's not. The essence, but it pu- it. It's connected to the essence. It pulls the essence with. Like when you call someone's name, then that their whole being is is there, is present. It, it, it touches essence, but still, it's not essence. And Hashem is Hashem's essence is unaffected and remains beyond. Like we say that mm-hmm. that Hashem is unchanged, and therefore realizing that Hashem is the only real thing and totally beyond w- worlds. So therefore, the Nishama should <clears throat> uh through thinking of this, uh, it, it, it helps the Nishama just want to rise above and want to connect to Hashem, the real thing. And uh to the extent that when this doesn't happen, so the, the the Pasuk is surprised, so to speak. It says, violation that I am the Pasuk says, I'm Hashem, it doesn't change. And you Uh, Sorry, And you, the children of Yaakov, you didn't um, expire, the way Hasidus explains this Pasuk, is you didn't expire with love of Hashem, and it's asking it as a question. If Hashem is so great, Hashem doesn't change by the whole creation, so why didn't you expire with love of Hashem? Why aren't you getting excited? So, this is so uh, for many, it's difficult even after thinking about Hashem as so verb as beyond worlds to develop a a passionate love of Hashem. But Avram did achieve this. So, the reason why uh, we have difficulty is because of our sins, and even besides our sins, just our materialism, which makes it difficult to to relate to uh, uh, these ideas about Hashem that will bring us to an ava, love of Hashem. And therefore we stay in this state like the uh, Gemara says, that uh, the ganif, before he, the thief, before he uh, steals, he prays to Hashem for mercy, for assistance. Why? Doesn't he realize Hashem's against what he's doing? But because his his relationship with Hashem stays, makif stays superficial, Uh, because he's not able to develop this uh, internal love like Avram had because of the materialism of her body. And this is the meaning of the apostat, that Hashem saw the the, uh, affliction and the poverty uh, of our forefathers. Uh, So simply this means that uh, our forefathers had a difficult time in Egypt. But what it also means is spiritually that they were stuck in Egypt and they weren't able to develop the the passionate feelings that that our forefathers the the um, the Yitzchak and Yaakov had. So what is the solution? So next paragraph, uh, so uh, through this, for this purpose, the the Torah was given to the Jewish people. That this gives us the strength to overpower that materialism of our body and to break free, and so that we're able to develop an ava of Hashem. This is the meaning of the Pasuk, HaShem, that HaShem gives strength to his people. This is the strength to break free of the clashes and the uh, the, the uh, garments that cover our Neshama from the Neshama hamis, and it causes two senses of peace. Bar shalom is based on two types of peace. One is the peace and the union between our Neshama and HaShem, Fusing together as one. The other piece is between our godly soul and our animal soul. Our and the Nevi'im is that they, that the Nevi'im doesn't block and disturb the Nevi'im kiss but on the contrary, it works with it. And it, and it, the Nevi'im is also says, yes, I want to be one with Hashem. When this is when uh, when clipper uh, is subdued and even transformed. Because Taira both strengthens the Nashalikis, it gives eyes to the Nashalikis, and it's also called Tashia, which could be translated as a weakener. So Taira is a strengthener to the Nashalikis eyes, and a weakener Tashia to the Nashabahamis uh, that that weakens its strength and, and allows the Nashalikis to just be fully dominant. So. The question. So, so that's our solution. When we learn Torah, then the same ideas that before weren't talking to us, that weren't inspiring us, now suddenly they'll be able to inspire us because we've we've been lifted uh, spiritually. But how does this work? Torah also talks about physical things, talks about agriculture and business and relationships. How does Torah then? Uh, and that's what Halacha deals with. And that's what the Shast deals with. So how then does it lift us above to an above of Hashem? So the explanation is because Torah really is godly and spiritual. Uh, the terror comes from Hashem's, or instead of Hashem's unlimited light and beyond worlds. Like the Sarasid begins the the introductory pasuk. It says, that Hashem spoke all these uh, words saying, and then it begins the very first word of the Sarasid, Anochi I. Now, why does it say lamo? Normally lamo is when not everyone is present, and lamo means you should tell it to the others who are not here now. But with the, at the time of uh, Sarah Dibris, the Ten Commandments, all the entire Jewish people were there, and it says even the souls of future generations were there. So who then are you repeating it to who wasn't already there, who didn't hear it the first time? So here, uh, lamer has a different meaning. Lema means that we repeat the Torah that was said at Sinai, and whenever we're learning Torah, it's not us coming up with an idea, but Hashem is speaking through us. When we learn Torah with uh, with Bittel, then Hashem is speaking through us. And it's like, although there's the Mishnah and Gemara is full of all the different names of which Rabbi said, which halacha, but really it's a dvare asher samdi Hashem says, it's my word that I put into your mouth. And every year has this ability to just uh, let Hashem, so to speak, talk through him. And this is uh, the, uh, this is uh, the meaning of Tan Lishaniyim Rasecha that it says, "Let my tongue re- uh, respond, answer with your words, with your speaking." Uh, that that we're just repeating, so to speak, what Hashem says. And uh, this is. Also, the meaning of what the Gemara says on the Pasuk, the Pasuk says that you should you should inform your children and your grandchildren, and then it can, in other words, you should teach your children, grandchildren, Torah, and then it continues, right, the day that you stood at at Har Sinai and received the Torah. So the Gemara says that just as when we received the Torah was the aim of a year the presence of Isaiah was with reverence and awe, with trembling um, and uh, and sweating. It was uh, We were uh, in, in, in awe and, and shaken by the experience. We realized the magnitude of the experience. So, too, every time we learn Torah, it's the same. So, seemingly, what do you mean? When we receive the Torah, that was from Hashem. When we learn Torah, it's us trying to understand something. How is it the same? Why should we have the same reverence? The answer is no. Every time we learn Torah, it's Hash- if, if, if we do it properly, it's Hashem speaking through us, that we are saying Hashem's words, and that's why we should have that sense of reverence and trepidation and and trembling, uh, like when we receive the Torah the first time. And uh, that, that's how a person, when, when a person thinks about that, that this is Hashem's word speaking through me. So he'll come to a great uh, year and aim, great uh, reverence and all in his learning of Torah. Okay. So this is how Torah brings us, allows us then, when we learn Torah like this, then then we're in the right state to that That when we think about Hashem's greatness, we'll develop a, a love and a yearning for Hashem. Next paragraph, so now, this type of learning Torah strengthens our Nefeshul and it weakens our now the Sitrachra And this is the meaning of the first of the seras Adibris. It says, I am Hashem your God who took you out of Egypt. So it starts with Anoichi, I meaning it's Hashem's essence. And this, is, this uh, same Anoichi is also used in Shema. We say, that uh, these words that I command you today. Uh, so uh here also is, uh, is is Hashem's essence beyond. Now because we're within this world, so this. Uh, a uh, 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 revelation, a touch of Hashem's essence, comes through, tzimtzum comes through a contraction, it says, it's first yud which is already a tzimtzum, yud is the tzimtzum, then the hay sp- spreading out of the light after the tzimtzum, etc. and then is even Hashem within nature, but ultimately it's still, Torah starts with anoichi, with Hashem's essence, and that comes down to our uh, nashama, And then that, that uh, feeds into the end of the pasuk that uh, who who re, re, who uh, takes you out of Egypt because the Egypt is the limitations of the body and animal soul that stop us from getting excited about Hashem, but Hashem takes us out through this anochi through a touch of the essence that when we, we receive when we learn Torah, which strengthens our nefeshalikis and weakens our nefeshbames, and that's. This also explains why the Anshei the people of as the, the um, Mishnais and Mar says that they didn't want to uh, say Baruch shame They wanted to go straight from Shema to vahafta Why? And the Chachom said they're wrong and they should say Baruch shame but why did they not want to say Baruch shame Because uh, they wanted to go straight from Echa, this sense of total oneness that, that there's Hashem and, that, and, and Hashem is the only real thing. And that would feed into an Ava directly. In other words, the fact Hashem Echad, from Hashem's perspective, there's only Hashem and Hashem is one. That is the most powerful feeder too, to love Hashem. Yechudah Eloh. The, the uh, higher level of unity where there's only Hashem that feeds more into Ava. And that will even uh, transform the, like we say, with your whole heart, meaning both with the Neshalikis and the Neshavahamis to subdue and then transform the Neshavahamis. On the other hand, if we insert Barashem in between, so Barashem is uh, acknowledging that even where we see multiplicity and where we see a sense of other outside of Hashem, even there Hashem is the real God. But uh, so therefore, Barashem is at a lower level which includes acknowledging the world and acknowledging all nations but we still the pale, practically we still say bar shame but we say it quietly uh and uh and although and although with bar it's bar shame it's it's acknowledging that it's it's at the level of only a shame and name of K'vod, the honor uh, and his kingdoms so it's not a shame himself it's all a ray of array of array but still, even there, it, we end off with vaid with which vaid is uh, is uh, sort of uh, evolves from echad. It's still the same basic echad. Uh, the, the vav um, is related to the aleph, and the uh, the ayin in vaid is related to the ches in echad, because both come from the throat. Um, And uh, so therefore, even in this place of multiplicity and uh, physicality, even there, Hashem remains one as well. Next paragraph of the Zehuban. So now... So what we're trying to achieve is just total bitter ta and that's like the way Hashem speaks through us, and then that breaks all the materialism and allows us to well up with the love of Hashem. So this is why the Jewish people are compared to the moon, because the moon has nothing of itself, it's, it just receives and gives over from the sun. Every month the moon has a time where it's uh where it's becomes like almost nothing. You can't see you can not you can't see it, it's just a little dot, and that is when it's receiving from the sun, then as it moves further away from the sun, so then it becomes bigger, so it gives over the sun's light, but then it goes back towards just being a dot immediately below the sun. So similarly, the Jewish people, our natural state is with complete pittle before Hashem. And when we learn Torah and we do mitzvahs, it should be in a way of total bittl. It's not that I like to learn because I'm a big thinker and a philosopher, etc. I like to, I love Hashem because it talks to me, but rather with a state of bittal, with a state of a complete nullification before Hashem that lets Hashem fill our Torah and mitzvahs and Hashem speaks through our mouth, and uh, uh Hashem is also uh, compared, so it says that uh Hashem is like a sun and a shield. So the sun is the is Shem havayan and uh, the shield is Elikim. So uh we uh should just uh and, and this is our our sort of who we really are to just let Hashem's sun shine uh, onto us and through us. And this is the in, in the three main uh, parts of our our Aveda. Our, our three main roles is Tera, Aveda, and Gamilas Chassadim. Tehra is divine service, which is primarily through uh, the davening uh, in our times, and um, Gamilas Chassadim, acts of kindness. So the idea of Tzedakah is uh, giving to those to those who have nothing. Uh, so that's the idea of the sun shining on those in a in a state of uh, bittul. And so, whereas, so that that's like a from from above to below. Whereas Aveda we're just uh, uh, submitting and going up to be included in Hashem. And then the Torah, as it is from Hashem, that's from above to below. And then our Torah is just letting Hashem talk through us from below to above. Uh, so that's all, all like the moon before the sun, that it's the moon shines only through its total battle before the sun. Final paragraph, for zehu. So now we can uh, return to our original Pasuk. We said, <clears throat> the Pasuk says that it doesn't say it's it says on this day. So the Coming to Sinai, Har Sinai, and, and receiving the Torah was after a process of Sphere of counting seven weeks. And <clears throat> this was all about allowing Hashem's unlimited light, or safe, to be revealed down here, just as above, through our total bit before Hashem, and that, that Hashem should uh, just speak through us when we learn Torah. Now, when they they were already in the seventh week, already the third day, so they've already basically completed uh, the <clears throat> refinements, and we were ready for the Torah. So, uh, so th- at that stage, so there was the new moon, which is uh, the revelation of Ash- of Hashem's unlimited light through the bit of the moon. The moon is just totally in a state of ready to receive. And uh, therefore, it doesn't say clearly, it's It just says, because Yom means revelation. Like it says that Hashem called the, the um, light day and the uh, darkness night at the beginning of creation. And there... Where it says Bayem Hazer, refers to the revelation of Hashem himself, Yechudu'la, the high level oneness where there's only Hashem, which that was why Moshe uh, prophesized using the word Zeh. Zeh though this is the word that of Hashem, whereas the other prophets use the word Koi, so because "zez" this high level of clarity with that there's only Hashem and that's it. So that's that's what was achieved uh, now before matan and this is the idea of Rosh Chodesh, where the moon is just in a state of full beetle before the sun. And uh, this uh, developed an ava because bahafta is twice the gematria of ur, uh, which, uh, which is, is the idea of we said before that it says bayom, Yom is day is er, Bahafta is double er. So, in this deep state of Bittel, uh, which caused, uh, allows for a deep avo, And together with that, they came to Midbar Sinai. Sinai, the Gemara says, comes from the word Sinah, hatred, because uh, the Torah caused hatred, uh, like anti Semitism against the Jewish people. Uh, And but sinner also the sin is also in the sense of uh, hatred. In other words, weakening the uh, nevusha bahamis, fighting against the nevusha bahamis, that it shouldn't block, and instead it should allow um, uh, av of Hashem to develop. And it says midbar sinai, midbar means desert, but midbar also comes from the word speech. and the added ma'am grammatically um, weakens the uh, the Uh, so this is the letters um, so when they're added at the beginning or end of the letters, so they weaken some of them go at the beginning, some at the end so then they weaken the um, the uh, uh, main sheresh, like for example you have mishmeris, so you have the, in the middle the guard, about guarding and then the tav at the at the beginning and end uh, weaken the sheresh, so similarly here it's weakening because it's not our speech for ourselves, we're just repeating Hashem's Word with uh, <clears> the <throat> and that's why it says that they were coming from refidim by Yisumir, the refidim they traveled from refidim. And the Gemara says that refidim means that they were weak, um, but uh, so the Gemara seem uh, simply they're weakened and spiritually they're weakened. And in other words, this was a criticism of the Jewish people, but we can also say that refidim, this weakness. Is um, is the uh, weakness of uh, of the Nishama to. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so the, it's the weakness of the Nishama which then led to, through Bittel, to the strength of the Nishama and uh, weakening of the is to allow the Ava to develop. So in short, Tara. Is what allows the uh, our av of Hashem to develop. Normally, we could just be insensitive to the, these, uh, I thinking uh, these ideas about Hashem. It's just beyond us. But through Torah, it uh, lifts, lifts us. Uh, when through learning Torah with uh, the uh, lifts us uh, to be able to be sensitive to. Thinking and, and meditate uh, on Hashem and creating an Ava, and also weakens our Nebuchadnezzar so that the Nebuchadnezzar also uh, doesn't disturb and even participates. And um, that's uh, that's the idea of uh, why, why it doesn't even need to say Reshkedish. It is the, actually the main point uh, that it was a, a time of uh, revelation of Yehudah Allah, which happens, which is represented by Reshkedish because the moon is in a state of total bitter before Hashem. And this level of oneness was achieved through (laughs) Matantara.